What is up and welcome in to the Easy Smoke in the GM podcast. I'm Ezra McCann and I'm joined as always by my co-hosts. He's a public league legend. He's a Simeon legend. He's a Grambling State legend. Former second baseman Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we've got the NFL Draft guru. You can catch all his work on NBCSportsChicago.com or the My Teams app. He's Glenn Morgan. He's our GM. Fellas, how are you doing? Man, doing, doing great, doing great. Hey, man, don't forget, dude. I'm like NCAA, like legend too. You know, the video <laughs> game, EA Sports, NCAA. I mean, you know, my Virginia Tech Hokies and uh, some of the other squads I've had are legendary. You know, let's not. Oh yeah, I, I hear you, man. I hear you. I, I remember playing you with. Uh, I played you with TCU back in the day. Uh, that was that was my team when they had what was the what was the, what was the quarterback then? They had the uh, the, the, the skinny fast quarterback. Wasn't uh, Ty, Tyrod Taylor? No, I wasn't Taylor. Boykins. Oh, Boykins. Uh, Boykins. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Boykins. Yeah. 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 I used to try to put a whooping on you. You you were pretty good, though. I can't, I, I can't front. Can't yeah, don't front get the just, just don't get the legendary status. That's all. NCAA football legend. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn Morgan. <laughs> so I guess we just get started, man. Let's let's uh let's jump into the NBA first, man. Since they're yeah, uh I guess they're 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 number one, and we'll talk some mm-hmm. uh, some Bulls basketball. They had a decent week, finished the week two and one since mm-hmm. we last talked. Uh they beat the Pistons uh 105-102. Uh, had a really yeah a comeback when they were down twenty five mm. points yeah and um, came back to win that game um, then went up to Philly and uh, had a tough game with Philly man I, I you know considering that they were short some guys Bulls were short some guys uh, I, thought, I thought they played Philly tough in a one twelve one hundred five loss and then um, a nice win against the Kings so they were they were up big gave up the lead but. Uh, but we're able to finish. First off, man, smoke. I'm gonna let you start, man. Your boy Carter looks like he's uh figuring out some things, man. Figuring out that he doesn't need to be a three point shooter. He man. can stay down low, man, and be a big man. Yeah, until he saw Embiid and he started trying to shoot threes again. Like, but, <laughs> <laughs> but, but, like I like when he was out, I had to admit that we felt his absence, and since he's been back we feel his return and i mean it's helped the team um he's he's been he's been serviceable i mean he hasn't been great but he's been serviceable to the point that you know it's really helping the team and to see how they came back on that uh 25 point deficit to detroit i was telling one of my boys i was like he was like man the bulls were supposed to play the charlotte right i'm like yeah the nba pulled a tribal ball stunt you know one team cancel <laughs> you pick up a new opponent and so the bulls almost fell victim to it but they they fought right. back and you know and battled back and got that win and you know and it was like how we talked last week about uh zach levine having those those moments that capture the you know the masses eyes like him getting into it with uh was it uh What's his name? Jackson. Uh, I can't think of his name. Uh, I think his last name Jackson, but him having that little scuffle with Jackson and like basically letting them know, like, listen, man, you ain't punking me, you know, and you know, and like I'm like, maybe he need to do more of that, like get into some riffraff for some people and then go out and bust <laughs> their ass behind it, you know. And and then, you know, and then the, the Philly game, I, I was I was really impressed because we shot the ball so bad. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. We shot the ball so bad, and we still played them tough. And be it took MB to have a career day True. for them to get past us. I was really shocked by that. I'm like, man, as bad as we're shooting, we still have a chance to win this game. As I'm watching the whole game, I'm like, this is crazy. Like, how is this happening? We should be getting blown out right now. We are shooting terrible. Like, and I want, I really wanted Zach to have a big game that day, but he he. He had an okay game. I think he still finished with 30. He scored 30, was, score 30 yeah. yeah. Right. Score 30 yeah but like it was it was a weird 30. It was a real quiet 30 because he was it, it, just the whole team was off shooting from three. And you know, but that that's that's impressive to me that defensively they were able to, you know, do some things. We just didn't have an answer for for the big monster they got, you know, and then to come back versus Sacramento and to know how we played them the first time we played them. And I think we blew the lead when we had them the first time, correct? Yep. We were winning. It was a game we should have won. won. So, you know, to come back the second time versus an opponent that we should have beat and we get that win is big. And Zach, again, big time, you know. So, man, like I keep telling people, man, I'm very – very excited about this Bulls group, you know, still think a few moves could be made to help us get, you know, to to middle of the pack playoff team. But hey, right now, man, we're going to be fighting for that that eighth spot. We're, we're oh, one game, we're, we're, what was that? Say that we're, again? I, we're going to be fighting for that eighth spot. We have game out right now, you know, so. We're gonna be fighting oh, for that eighth spot, man. Well, here's the deal. Remember, there, there's the extended um that playing the play tournament, yeah. I guess. Yeah, seven, seven through ten. So uh this could be a playoff team. I I I'm what? not going oh, to dispute oh, that. Oh, it's, oh, it's true. Oh, oh, it's okay. true. <laughs> that, that's nice to hear, man. Because hey, I that, never I, I never claim to be an expert. I <laughs> I just know that you know the first few games of this season, man. This Bulls team looked pathetic, man. As, and, and, I, yeah, no, you're right, you're right. And it's so crazy you can't because, you can't fault me for that, man. And it's crazy it because early. I'm looking at the records. So well, I don't care how early it was, man. <laughs> they looked terrible, man. I'm sorry. I'm looking at the records and I'm like the way Atlanta beat us that first game of the season. You would think they so much better than us. We're Isn't better Atlanta, than them well, right now. Well, Atlanta beat us by like fifty. But we're we have we're a better team than them right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that's just crazy. That just shows like once Billy was able to really imprint his mark on the team and you know get them boys to believe in themselves. Now, what well, shows? It, yeah, it shows how how important coaching is yeah. mm-hmm. on this level uh, yeah. and having, having a quality coach um, that, that, that they believe in and respect. Uh, I don't think they had that in our, you know, years past, nope. but, uh, but Billy, you know, has a, has a, a, a record of, uh, uh, you know, being a, a, a coach that can develop talent. Obviously um, he did very well in the college ranks, coaching, coaching in Florida, won a couple of national championships, um, and so he knows how to how to deal with young players. And I think you see that now. I mean, you you look at the the average age of this Bulls team, man. It's like a college team, um, uh, age wise, you know. Um, and so I think he's able to to really connect with those guys. And I, I think you're seeing you're seeing the 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 fruits of their of their labor there, you know. 
uh, with what's going on right now. It just warms my heart, man, and and, and makes my ears fill all the Twitter to hear you say <laughs> such positive <laughs> words, man. It's just I like, man, I like this team, man. I, it's this is the first time since since you know Derek and Jimmy and those guys yeah. left that. I can actually, you know, enjoy watching Bulls basketball, man. I, that's just the truth, man. Um, it's been a, it's it's been a good season, even even in games where, um, you know, where 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 they've where they've lost, you know, outside of those first, let's say, the first five games of the season. This they're, they're exciting to watch, man. Um, and and obviously, you know, Zach scoring thirty a night and just you know mm-hmm. doing it with with the style and, 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 and flash as he does it with, you know, definitely helps. But, uh, but yeah, this is, it's a, it's a fun team to watch, man. You look at, uh, you know, I, I, you know what? And I, and I, and I forgot early on, remember um, Thaddeus Young was out yeah early yeah. in that season. Yeah. And so you see, you know, how poor, important he is hey. you know, having that, <laughs> that veteran presence. Um, uh, Sadoransky was out, you know, he was, he, he was dealing with, uh, with COVID, uh, for a stretch there, so yeah, so maybe maybe I wasn't looking at 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 this team as a as a as a whole, um, but I, I I like this team and I, I I can't front I like it. Oh, wow, a little, little premature, yeah, yeah. It yeah. might might have been. It might have been. <laughs> hey, I, hey, I, I would I would tell you if I'm wrong, man. I, I'm the first to admit man, that, I, that, that I'm wrong, and yeah, this I like this team, man. I like. Man, I, like I would say. That is like the biggest piece to this team right now. And now he's like the biggest trade asset. Everybody wants him now. But like he is really what turned this team into what we're seeing. Like, I mean, just the little things he doing on the floor. It's like, man, that is very important to this group. I, I completely agree. I wasn't sh- – I forgot he was even on the team. And then when he started playing, I'm like, whoa. But right, you see the right. difference. Like you see the difference. Like he smallest quote unquote big we got, but he the one guy we can get a ball to down in the post and could <laughs> get us a bucket when we need to stop a run or something. Like it's yes, yeah, that has been huge for the team. You see that you see that crossover movie pulled? Oh yeah. man. <laughs> like, what? Mr. Kings. Oh man. Where did that come from? Oh man. You know, it's, again, I, I, I tease you guys, but it is good to hear, you know, the, the positivity, you know, uh, the effusiveness come out of you guys, uh, effusive positivity. Uh, I tease Ezra every now and again whenever the Bulls start going behind it because he starts to like them. They're not doing as well. They need to start start hating them and being negative like he was before for them to step up their game. Uh, but you're right. It, it, it's the coaching. Uh, it makes a big difference. And, you know, going into this season, um, just based on uh, the way he was able to coach the Thunder with three different types of teams, I thought that spoke a lot to his ability to adjust his personnel. And I think that it was something that was sorely missing, you know, prior to, you know, Billy Donovan being here was that they were always trying to make the players conform to what they wanted as opposed to this is the ability of what these players have and how can I best bring that out and how can I put these guys in the best situation to be able to be more effective, but feel comfortable in their own skin. And part of that is just really being malleable um, and not to, you know, sound all like Bruce Lee and everything, but there's a fluidity and be like water, so to speak aspect that this team seems to exhibit now 
than what they did before when it was very more, very much more so uh, constricted and much more trying to make everyone more uniform. And I didn't see how that was benefiting anybody, especially in this day and age where players are so much more mindful of who they are coming into the league in terms of what they think they have to offer. And, and I'm not saying so much the players are selfish, but it's like, how are you going to tell me, you know, how to play ball? Like, I know how to play ball, man. <laughs> you know, I, I, I need you to stop trying to hold me back. And, he, you know, the, the previous coach, previous coach, previous coaching regime was trying to make these guys conform unnecessarily so, almost as if, you know, you had a college coach mentality in terms of I need you to do that. I need to break you down before I can build you up. It's not the Army. It's not the military. It's not college basketball. These guys are already, you know, professional, so much so that they realize they're going to last in the league longer than probably the head coach. So say what you want, but I'm still going to do what I'm going to do. And I think that's what the last coaching staff was bumping up against, particularly with Zach. And that's why it seemed like Zach wasn't being all that he could be. It seemed as though there seemed to be some um, – I don't know. It was just a lack of continuity. Just everyone was yeah. misfiring. And you bring in this guy, Donovan, and it's like, okay. And that's why I thought going into the season, I'm like, no, I've seen this guy coach when he was at Florida. You know, I've seen this guy coach potential future pro athletes. I've seen this guy come into the league and coach superstars. I've seen him coach a team that didn't have a bunch of superstars. And all these teams seem to make the playoffs. <laughs> so this is a team here that has some talent. It's just been misutilized. And we didn't have everybody healthy, you know, and I knew that, you know, it's going to take usually it's just, again, pattern wise, when you look at some of these teams in the NBA, you can see it now with the Knicks, you know, the Knicks, they have some talented players individually speaking, but you got to get them, everyone to work together. Yeah. And, and part of working together is, is listening to what the athletes are saying, acknowledging what they do best and where they're deficient, but making sure that you don't put them in a situation where the deficiencies become a liability. And I think that's what good coaching does, especially in the NBA, because it is such a player's league, so to speak. And so we're starting to see teams, it takes a while to get that bad stuff out of you. You know what I'm saying? Those bad habits, those bad feelings, all that negativity aside and say, okay, see, and then, you know, have some success and learn from that. But then have a little fall. You know, we've seen a couple of times with the Bulls where they've had success and then all of a sudden they'll turn around, they'll lose a game to the Warriors that they could have won, or lose a game to the Lakers they could have won, lose a game at Sacramento that they should have won, lose a game against the Trailblazers with do his shots. Yeah. Like, dude, like you're making so many mistakes, but it's not lambasting. Hold them accountable, but say, look, see, this is where you could have won. Yeah. And see, this is what you did well. And it, it instills confidence. And if anything, we're seeing Thad be utilized nowhere near that way last year. It didn't yeah. even come close to being yeah, utilized. Yeah, like yeah. I didn't, I didn't even know Thad could pass out of the post. Like I mean, this dude is like, like you know, uh, if you watch our, our 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 pre and post games, you've heard Kendall Gill say in about hour. I mean, NBC Sports Chicago. You hear Kendall Gill start calling him Thadgic, like 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 Magic. You know that that. <laughs> Because this dude is making some great passes. It's just like, yeah. wow. And they tried to do that with Carter. It's like, okay, Carter, all right, you know what? You, you're not going to be that facilitator. You're not the guy that needs to hit from the outside. But this is what you do best. You are you're, you put on your hard hat, you know, get your rebounds, 17, 15 feet in, you're good. And now you give us somewhat of an inside, the paint, semi-post presence that we don't have. So now if anyone collapses upon you or that you draw some attention because of what the damage you're doing there, it makes it better for our perimeter players, you know? And then here's the other thing, it's learning process when it comes to uh, young Colby. It's like, look, all right, you're not going to be a point guard. 
<laughs> let's, let's just stop that. We yeah. we're trying. You know what? You you're you're Jamal Crawford. You know you're 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 Luke. You know you're that guy that that's a scorer. And when you're scoring, it opens up the rest of your game that helps everybody else as well. So let's focus on that. And then you know as you progress and so on and so forth, you'll get better. But now Kobe has his confidence back. Zach, you're the guy. You can do what you need to do. You can score whenever you need to. Understand that. I know that. You know that. But we still need you to involve the team because we don't have a true point guard until Sadoransky comes back. Saddle, now you're back. Now we need to help mm-hmm. you get your 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 wind back, get your legs. And now mm-hmm. you can start doing what you're doing. And it helps you. It, Zach allows Saddle to be Saddle because Zach's going to draw a double team. He's going to draw attention. He's going to draw some hedging in his direction. Saddle, yeah. when the shot's there, you got to make the shot. Take, Take the shot. Right. And so we're starting to see the confidence of this team come about because they're starting to understand, you know, not just so much, you know, uh, their roles, but how effective they actually are. You know, like you're, you're good here. This is what you do. And you can do that. And then once that's established, now we can start expanding everyone else's roles. And the the downside is we still don't know what marketing fits in all this. Now you've had your Carter situation, Brandon, come Uh, back to where you can stop hating on him. Me, I'm still mad. I can tell you where he fits in. On, and on, on, a trade. A <laughs> on a new team, on a new team, and I'm with you on that, and I'm, I'm with, with y'all on that, on that. <laughs> because because look, I mean, they're 13 and 16. Basically, you know, he might have contributed to what four of those 13 wins, maybe a third of them. You know, maybe a I think, third of those wins. I think his best game we lost. Yeah, the Portland game. Right. <laughs> so it's like you know, and it's same thing with, with Hutchinson. He hasn't really been much there either, but yeah. you know, th- these guys, you know, we, we even see, uh, you him. know, what? I'll give, I'll give him a pass, man. He's that COVID deal is, is tough, man. I'll, I'll, I'll give him that, man. And, oh, I'm not hating on him. I'm just yeah. saying, you know, this team is being able to do all these things in the midst of not having a consistent mm-hmm. rotation, you know, and like you said, coaching does make a difference. And I alluded earlier to the Knicks and Knicks are 14 and 16. Like, yeah. like really like the Knicks, like wow, okay, bring, tips. Bring in you know? two new coaches, and they and they change the culture. Yeah. Change the culture, and and they allow guys. Look at Julius Randle. He's a, he's right. an all star now. You Prime know, example. Like, you know, like that's that speaks to exactly to what you're saying, and like the the one major thing that that's really mind blowing for me with this Bulls team and the job that Billy Donovan is doing. It's the contributions from guys that Chicago was like are terrible. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denzel Valentine, ha- Valentine is he's been very serviceable. Like I'm still not much of a fan, but he isn't hurting the team right, except for that time. Him. Except for that time <laughs> yeah. he he ran into Zach on the <laughs> <laughs> other than that. Other than that, but like he's. He's doing a serviceable job. Luke Cornett is coming in now and getting oh key God. minutes and he's really? playing well. Like know, even, right? even when we was down to like nobody and even uh, Felicio, I'm like, like these guys are coming in and are doing things that helps. Like they're not hurting the team. Like, I'm like, this is crazy to me. Like I never wanted to see Felicio on the floor, but like when, when we, <laughs> I when still we don't. had, no, I still don't. But when we had to, when we didn't, when we were out, when we were without like seven guys, and you had to put him out there, he didn't like hurt the team. Like now, of course, that most of the lineup is back. Yeah, most I'll, of the team is back. I'll, he don't I'll, play I'll, at I'll all. Need, I don't need to see Felicia. Yeah, he don't play at all. Which, which <laughs> it can stay that way. But it's just like 
whatever Donovan is doing, these guys are coming into these games and they're they're helping. They're not hurting, for right. say. And it's like, man, like that is that is something to be commended about. Like, what is he telling these guys that this entire team has so much confidence in each other? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, and and Zach, like you said, like last year. Zach, you know, everyone was preaching for Zach to be an all-star, but it was like, it was selfish. Like, it was like right. he was just out there looking to get his. And now you see Zach go a full first quarter where he barely attempts a shot unless he just completely wide open because he's trying to get everyone else involved, you know, and then he goes into takeover mode when we need him to, you know, and it's like, man, that's, man, I, I just can't be more happy about what I see, man. And I'm I'm really excited about the future. Let's see how the new regime build upon this group. So uh, speaking of Zach and, and the all-star game, you have to think come Tuesday when they uh, they announce the reserve, Zach will be on that team, right? Yeah. He's got to be. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. You There's look at no each way. month. Each month his scoring has gone up. But it, yeah. here's the crazy thing. It's not just his scoring. It's his overall gameplay, mm-hmm. you know, and how he's having an effect on the rest of his teammates. So if, if you're the people who are voting and you get a chance to, you know, if you're going to look at what Zach's doing and see how the team is playing, it's like it's making a difference. You know, what he's doing is making a difference. It's not just all about him scoring. But oh, he's being so efficient. Was he? he scored 38 points the other night and he was, he was 15 10, to 20. He was 13. Was it 15, 15 to 20? 15 to yeah, 20. He, yeah, he was some <laughs> real – yeah, he was real efficient. What, yeah, you talking about, the, you talking about the, the Sixers game? No, the Sacramento no, game. Last Sacramento game, game. Last okay. game. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, he struggled against the Sixers. I mean, but, you know, it's the Sixers and they're, you know, 20 and 10 record. You know what I'm saying? So, and like you said, it, you know, Embiid had to, you know, play out his mind or for him to win. But, again, you're talking about a team with a new head coach and, you know, and – and how uh, Doc is holding some of those guys accountable too. So mm-hmm. that Philly team is playing with a different air as well. But the fact that the Bulls hung around and Zach, you know, being that all-star, it's like, you know what, even when you're having a bad shooting night, you still have to find a way to contribute. And I think he did yeah. that on a national level. And I think that's going to help him come to voting like you just mentioned. I'll take it another step. Like you said, uh, what's like with his team or the like what is being shown with this team. But I'm like looking at the – the opponents and the love they're giving Zach publicly. Yeah. Like that, that's, that's a big thing. Like you got, you got Bradley Bill. It's like, and you know, he knows what it feels like to be, <laughs> right. be snubbed with this all-star stuff. So it seems like he's doing it purposely to let the world know, like, man, this guy is balling. Like it's like every other week, it's like a, tweet or something from Bradley Bill in favor of Zach Levine, what? you know, and like it, it is show that's, that's a major component to it, man. When you get the attention of your peers, your opponents, like that's when you know, okay, okay. I'm really doing something. Cause yeah, they might not respect my team, but they respect me, but now they're starting to respect our team as well. So that's going to make it even better. Yeah. Just, just to, just to piggyback off what you said in the, uh, um, the all-star voting, the players rank Zach Levine number three in the Eastern mm-hmm. Conference of guards. So that's that's wow. You know that's a that's that's pretty good. I mean that's he was tied with uh, with James Harden. Yeah, for mm-hmm. third in the in the East. I don't know if because um, Harden was in Houston for a lot of that time, but 
who knows when that the voting took place, but still that's, that's, that's impressive, man. That, yeah. uh, that the players, you know, see you in that light. So, uh, so yeah, I'm hoping that, that, that Tuesday, Zach, you know, me being the, uh, the unabashed bulls fan that I am <laughs> is going to be an all-star, but, um, fellas, what do you think? Let's, let's pick what the, uh, who the reserves should be. Um, for both the Western Conference and the Eastern Conference. Now, the starters for let's start with the East. Uh, starters for the Eastern Conference: Kyrie Irving, uh, Bradley Beal. Which smoke? You said you didn't think Bradley Beal should be. Uh, well, no, no, no. Be ranked over over Zach Levine. I said it can be an argument. I'm not. Okay. I'm not. I'm not necessarily saying it shouldn't have been, but I'm saying Zach could have has a good argument in that aspect because to me, he's having a better year. You know, I mean, I'm not mad at it, you know, but I, I I, think if it was one person, Zach, well, actually, he could have been over Kyrie. We know what happened with him. This dude took a whole. Right. Uh, I, I'm with you on that. Uh, I mean, he took right. a whole break. A, he took a sabbatical. You know, like I, I would rather Harden have his spot over over him for this Clippers team. But I mean, for the Nets team, but. I'm, when we were speaking on it, we were speaking on Bill versus Levine, and I and I just really felt Levine had a stronger case. I know, I know, uh, Bill has more popularity when it comes around the league, but just you look at the entire team, the body of work for the teams, and the body of work for the players. I think Levine had a stronger case to be a start over Bill, but we all know politics as usual, it's going to play into play. It's going to play into the game. And, you know, and I'm not, and I'm not, and I'm not saying this to say Bill wasn't deserving. I just mm-hmm. think Levine was probably more deserving. Uh, Kevin Durant, uh, he's the captain of the team. Uh, Giannis and uh, Joel Embiid round, round out the starting lineup for the East. So we have to pick, uh, was it seven more players? Yeah, seven. Right. Seven plus five is 12, right? That is correct. That's man. I'm a mathematician. Um, <laughs> so let's see, Glenn. Let's start with you, man. Um, I, I mean, I, I'm impressed with Julius Randle. Uh, going into yeah. the season, not on my list at all. <laughs> but mm-hmm. but lately, he has been clowning, and I'm like, man, dude. Like, I always knew he was an effective player and can be, you know, can, can make an impact in the game. I just didn't see him scoring like the way he's scoring. So. Um, that's that's a guy who uh, is taking some people's spots who probably thought they had something coming. So I would say uh, Randall. I'm definitely pumped for Levine. Uh, Trey Young is still putting up like nine assists a game and almost 27 points. So I know the I know the Hawks are struggling, but I mean it's it's still hard to just ignore Trey Young. And it, you know, like I said, part of it's popularity contest too. Now another cat who I don't know if a lot of people are talking about is Sabonis. Um, I, mm-hmm. I think he has been hugely impactful for for uh, for Indiana for the Pacers but I think just in terms of a guy who's been consistent whose game has been increasing and, and elevating each year I like Sabonis uh, I would also throw in Tatum and uh, and Brown am I leaving somebody out I got one more left uh, yeah. you got one more you got one more Yep. I, I'm leaning towards Ben Simmons just because I mm-hmm. think again that the guy who can impact the game. It's my boy, yeah. Uh, so and it's just I, I get angry at him because I'm like, dude, just 
I, you don't take a three pointer, but just you know, take a twenty footer every now and again, a fifteen, a seventeen footer, like just you know, pick and pop or something. Like like you had a pick and pop to your game where you you know you pick and roll, you'll be devastated. Man, and then you get forty two right all layups. Like right. oh, this doesn't help. <laughs> right. So, but uh, but yeah, I would I would go Ben Simmons. I throw up my last cap. All right, that's East. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're, gonna, we're gonna all start with East. Okay. Yeah, that's just right. East right now. Uh, so I'm pretty much a lot the same. Uh, I'm on the fence a little bit with uh, Trey Young and James Harden. Um, I do understand the fact that uh, Harden was uh, in Houston first, and what came with that. So. That one I'm a little on the fence with, but yes, I definitely believe Julius Randle, definitely believe Zach Levine, Sabonis, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, locks for sure in my eyes, uh, and, and Ben Simmons as well. Like I'm, I'm a big Ben Simmons fan. I love what he brings to a team. His ability to facilitate as well as defend is 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 great. Like I love him. Uh, so I agree with Ben Simmons. I'm I'm. Uh, I'm trying to fight between Harden and Young. I think I'm going to go Harden. And it's just what I'm seeing from him with this Nets team is something that I don't think a lot of people thought they would see. Mm-hmm. You know, him being that facilitator, him running his offense to perfection and and, and it's being selfless. He's 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 showing that he can be a team guy. And you know, and like I'm I'm loving what I'm seeing. I, I had that trust that he could be this player, uh, but I wasn't sure if we would see it, you know, and and we're seeing it. So I'm gonna take him over Trey Young. Yeah, well, he is leading the league in assists, so yeah. there you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and two more than Trey Young, so I feel yeah. you. But he's got better yeah. players around him too, though. Yeah, he definitely does. He definitely <laughs> does. You you going with yours, uh, Eve? Yeah, I'm gonna go. Let's see. I'm gonna take Tatum. Mm-hmm. Um, give me Julius Randle. Yeah, Twenty ten and five guy. Hard to ignore that. Uh, obviously Zach Levine. That's my three. Homer. I am, man. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I am. I'm not. I'm not even gonna fight that. <laughs> Uh, James Harden. Okay. Three more. Three more. Let me get Trey Young. Okay. Um, let me get uh, Sabonis. Okay. And I'm going to shock you guys with one here. Uh, Jeremy Grant. What? You Detroit doing Grant Pistons. over Jalen Brown? Yeah. What? Wow. You could have had Brown over Tatum if you was gonna do that. <laughs> Grant, Grant showed me. Grant showed me something. Uh, he has been playing in that well, game like, against the Bulls. He, he has. He really has. I, I was man. And that's why I was looking. I was like, man. Well, he, you know, he he might be the best Grant out there. <laughs> yeah, I think he. he <laughs> I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's my uh, that's my Eastern Conference team. Uh, no, no Harden for you, Glenn. Um, no, because I, I I guess I'm holding how he left Houston Mm -hmm. and the fact that he's 
on a team with the player that he's played with before. I, I guess I just it's like you know what I. I Trey, I'm, Trey I'm, has more hurdles to come to overcome. Yeah, there, there's that, and I guess I, I, I'm being petty, I guess, and holding that against Harden. But it's just <laughs> like, it's like you know what, man. I, you know, I like the way you left Houston, and some of your stats are are on the West Coast to some degree. I, I don't know. I just be quite honest with you. If, if I had my druthers, I would lose Kyrie Irving. Yeah. And then I would elevate uh, someone Hard. else to the start, probably hard to the starting lineup mm-hmm. just in terms of a guard. Yeah. And, and I would let Kyrie Irving wallow in misery because I'm like, you know, the entitlement. And I'm sure he has his reasons. I'm just being a, an, a, an irate fan. But, you know, you take your sabbaticals when you want to. It's just like it's not the first time he's done this kind of stuff. So yeah. I just I'm a little put off by I'm, a, I'm more put off by him than I am by Harden. I get why Harden did it. And but, yeah, that's the same way I feel. Well, right. kind of the reason he got on the fan vote and the player vote, he finished second in uh, both of those for the guard position. So, yeah, I get it. I'm just saying if I had my druthers, I would lose Irving altogether. Mm-hmm. And and that that's why you know and I would put I would put Harden you know probably in the starting lineup in that respect, which means like why is he in my reserves? And again, because since I do have my brothers, he's not in my reserves because I'm holding it against him <laughs> the way he left Houston. So I'm being petty, admittedly so. <laughs> All right, let's move on to the Western Conference uh, starters for the West. Uh, Luka Doncic, which I've heard a lot of. Uh, well, let me name it, and then we'll talk about that. Luka Doncic, uh, Steph Curry, LeBron James, uh, the Joker, and Kawhi Leonard round out your uh, your Western Conference All Stars. No Dame Lillard there, and I'm you know a lot of people were yeah 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 say that that Dame Lillard or Luka's spot should have gone to Dame Lillard or maybe even Steph's. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you think about that? I agree both ways. Yep. 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 I agree. It could have been either or. It could have been either or. You know, it Dame gets overlooked so much, man. Yep. He yep. gets overlooked so much. It's it's crazy. Like it's crazy how how he gets overlooked. Like uh his team is better than Dallas. Mm-hmm. Um he I'm he's not averaging more than Steph, but his team is better than Steph's as well. Like like I mean, I get you know people love certain Actually, guys. Actually, technically, he is averaging. He's averaging a tenth of a point more than Steph. He is okay. I, <laughs> I thought I thought Steph was actually above him in points. Uh, Dame is bit. Dame is averaging okay. thirty even, and Steph is at twenty nine point nine. But but yeah, it's just I mean. But here's I, the thing, though. I mean, I don't. I, I apologize for jumping uh-uh, in. But, uh-uh. Go but, ahead. Go ahead. But, but Luca is almost averaging a triple double. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yep. So it's it's almost like splitting hairs. And it's, and it's, yeah. People people have been saying Luca's you know he's not living up to that that MVP hype he had in preseason. That's because like, really? his team isn't. That's because his team isn't winning like they thought they would. What what more do you want him to do? Because his numbers are showing well. He's not shooting the ball that well, especially from three. But right. But it's it's more about the team aspect to why they're saying that because his numbers show that yeah he's 29 9 and 8 is not bad <laughs> not bad at all yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly <laughs> i'm sure i'm sure every nba team would want that on their roster <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, absolutely 
So uh, I started with Gunsel Smoke. You go next. Uh, Western Conference Reserves. Okay. Reserves, of course, I'm going to go Dame. Since we all think he should have been a starter, but he wasn't. I'm going to go Dame. I'm going to go PG. I'm going to go Zion mm-hmm. Williamson. Um, I'm going to go Donovan Mitchell. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go Devin Booker. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm, I'm, I got two more. Two more. I think I'm going to go Rudy. Really? I think, I think I'm going to go Rudy. Go Burr. Okay. I think so. And to all my listeners out there who know Smoke, you know how hard this is for me to say this, but I'm going to say it. I'm going to go CP3. Ooh. Wow, man. I'm going to go CP3, man. His numbers might not be amazing, but his impact deserves him to be an all-star. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Pretty much almost the same deal, man. I think, you know, Paul George, uh, Dame, obviously, uh, Zion, I'm with you there, Donovan. I think Donovan, he can make an argument for, you know, trying to break into the starting lineup, too, Mm -hmm. just – I mean, this guy, especially, I don't know if you watched that game uh, towards the end. I forget. Uh, who they, oh, they're playing the uh, Clippers. Clippers. Not, Clippers. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, yeah. dude, like, really? <laughs> like, you yeah. hitting threes like that? And, he, you know, he was struggling the entire night hitting threes. And when it, when it mattered, I mean, he just was like a superstar. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's what a superstar does. But uh, anyway, I digress. Uh, George, uh, Lillard, uh, Williamson, Mitchell, Booker, I'm there with you. My other two would be AD, and I know he's playing in and out, but when he's in, man, it just the Lakers are just unbeatable, it seems like. And he's he is AD. And and then I'm gonna go Brandon Ingram. And you know, he showed me a little something tonight. You know, he, he yeah, he up. did. Yeah. He did. He definitely yeah. I wanted to go him. I was it was between him and CP3 for me. I just think CP3 has been more valuable to the team. Sure, this, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. I think I just, for, for me, I just, sometimes I just want to see a little bit of new blood, yeah. you know, sometimes. Mm-hmm. And so CP3's got his all-star appearances. In there. And nice. I say he doesn't deserve this one, but I think young Ingram is showing something. And I think that Pelicans team is, is showing a little something too. Yeah, uh, they, They've struggled here and there, but when I say showing something, you can see, like, man, they just, they this close. They just, they, mm, they just, they gonna, they're going to, they're going to be that team that's going to be the fly in the ointment down the stretch. And they're going to be mm-hmm. battling for that, that seventh and eighth spot. And they're going to be a team that, you know, maybe down the stretch, you know, when it comes to playoff time, you're not going to – not that you can't beat them in the first round, but it's going to take a lot to beat them in the first yeah. round. Because that and man amongst boys is something serious. Yeah, he's a beast. <laughs> well, I'm, missing, I'm missing one for you. I got PG, I got Dame, Zion, Mitchell, AD, Ingram. Booker. Booker, okay. Yep, yep. Gotcha. That's what I missed. All right. Cool. And for me, um, give me Paul George, mm-hmm. Zion, uh, obviously Dame, uh, Donovan Mitchell, Devin Booker. That's what, five? Yeah, yeah, two more. Two <laughs> we more. agree on most of We're all three. You're oh, like on yeah. three most of them. The West is uh, pretty easy here. Mm-hmm. Um I'm going to go uh, 
Brandon Ingram with my six. Mm-hmm. And then I would go AD, but he's not going to play anyway. <laughs> so right. Um, right. I'm going to give AD spot to Christian Wood. Ooh, that's a really? good one. Okay. Yeah, that's Houston. a good one. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. That's a real good one. Yeah, he's look, he's looked uh really good uh early on this season. Little little sleeper out in Houston. Yes. That yes. I never until uh the Bulls. I, until well, well, not even that. Nah, it was um, before that. Before, yeah, yeah. Um, and they kept showing the, the video. Uh, Shaq, get- right? Shaq kept kept uh, uh, up and up, yeah, on inside the NBA. And I was like, "Who is this? Who is this dude?" Yeah. So Christian Wood is my my final. He's he's my AD um, replacement. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah, because so we'll AD, AD is going to be named the All Star. Yeah, he's going to be named All Star. So, <laughs> no doubt about it. Uh, so yeah, we'll see. Um, we'll see later on this week um, once they name the reserves, and we'll uh, we can come back and look at it and see if we if we got this right. But uh, the big one, Zach Levine, better make this damn All Star team. Yeah, yeah, he's I going to. I want to. He's going to. I want. I want to see a. I want to see a Bulls player. He's going to the, the East. The East don't have enough guys to where he's not going to. Right, and, and the East, there's a lot of bad records in the East. Yeah, you know, so yeah. the, the Bulls' record can't really be held against them. And here's a crazy thing, man. I just look back at it. I mentioned those teams earlier: the Warriors lost, the Lakers lost, Thunder, and the Trail. The Bulls could very well be seventeen and twelve, man. So yeah, seventeen and sixteen. Yeah, you know, they were seventeen it, and twelve. Mm-hmm. And you know, one name that none of us. And I think he's going to be all star though. But none of us, and I think we all are right on this. Jimmy Butler. Yeah, it just, yeah. I think he missed a lot of games though. He missed too many games. Yeah, in my opinion. Right. I think That's he. Only I think he probably going to somehow get in there. He's, he's but popular, he, but he doesn't deserve to. Yeah, but that happens. That happens sometimes. Yep. Oh, let yeah. me look at. Wait, wait. What's because uh, Bam is not playing bad. Either. We're 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 tied with them in the rankings. Wait, why can't I? Damn, we ain't named no uh nobody from the Raptors either. Yeah, but you know, if a tree falls in Toronto, nobody hears it. Yeah. Didn't really fall. They actually the Tampa Bay Raptors. The Tampa Bay Raptors. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 right. Canada told them, "Not nah, oh, y'all ain't gonna be playing it. Coming yeah. back and forth here." <laughs> Jimmy's only played like about half the games. He's played like yeah. eighteen games, a little bit 18, more than half. Uh, eighteen games. I mean, you know, nice numbers, but I, I just nineteen it, seven and seven. Yeah, but his his three three point shooting percentages are atrocious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's like maybe twenty percent. So, you know, I, you know, I just I think if he had played twenty five games, you know, maybe or, or maybe. you know, yeah, yeah twenty three yeah. to twenty five games, but. I think everyone else is, is that we've mentioned deserve their spot. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't think he's, I don't think he's played above what they've done. I'll and I mean, and, and to say he wouldn't be one to take Levine's place. No way. He's a four. So. Well, you never know, man. Levine going to be in there. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm worried. I'm worried. He's going to be in there. You ain't got to worry. Levine going to be in there. All right. We'll, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, let's move on to some football, man. Uh, I woke up, uh, what was it, Wednesday? <laughs> woke up Wednesday to uh, to some good news. Carson Wentz was traded 
uh, from Philly to the Indianapolis Colts. And I was like, oh, thank God. Listeners, listeners, smoke woke up to some great news because I wasn't <laughs> going to get killed by my co-host here. Oh, man, that was I did not want that. Um, so, yeah, that was that was that was really good news. Even better news which is what I found interesting reports right after the trade came down were that we the Bears didn't even make an offer. Yeah, they didn't even make an offer, which now that's good news. Like, OK, good. We weren't we weren't going to try to uh, overbid for mm-hmm. a quarterback that you know hasn't done much in a couple of years mm-hmm. but that made me think okay well what's what's coming down the line now uh we're not i mean they're not going after watson i <coughs> we all we all know that could they just stand pat they're not going to stand pat and by stand pat you mean get a quarterback let me get a quarterback in free agency. That's what you mean. Oh, is that what you mean? No, 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 no. I, well, it could be free agency, or it could be you stick with a Foles and 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 get a guy in a draft. No, their jobs are on the line, so they yeah, can't do that. They're not doing that. How, do we know that though? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think they came this close to not having their job. I really do. I think the thing that saved them was going eight and eight, kind of winning the games down the line, mm-hmm. showing that if they can they can commit to something that's effective that they can build on that. But even with that, you can tell just how hard it was that they may be in the administration. were trying to find the right words to not just convince us, but to convince themselves about convincing us. <laughs> See, here's what makes me think that they have a little more latitude. And I'm talking about uh, the Bears front office and the head right. coach. I they think Pace a- does more than Nagy, but go ahead. What makes me think they have a little more is the fact that things haven't happened as quickly as, as I think they probably could have there. You don't see the panic on the bear side. So that makes me think they've got a little more time than, 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 than what we may think. If that makes sense, you mean you saying they have more time as far as with their jobs or more yes. time? Meaning that no. if if twenty twenty one doesn't go as as no. um, as good as they may want, they could still be around. No, I, I disagree. I think it's no rush because especially hearing that they didn't even put an offer in on Wentz, I think they're just they're knowing that. They don't have to spend, they don't have to go overboard to get a serviceable quarterback for next season. If they were in panic mode, they would have, which I thought they were going to be as far as they are in panic. Well, they are in job saving mode, but at the same time, I thought they were going to be in panic mode and putting their faith in a quarterback that wasn't even better than the quarterback we had last year. So I thought they were going to do that and they didn't. And now I think. They're just, it's a lot of options out there. It's a lot of options out there. And I think they're going to just evaluate to see which option best fits them coming next year. I I don't think they're going to, I think if they're going to sell the farm, it will be for one guy and one guy only. And I think they're going to test it and see if they can get uh I think they're gonna probably go after Derek Carr now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that's who they're gonna go after now. Wouldn't cost much uh to go get him. 
and see what he can do for this one year and then call it what it is. Okay, so uh, what what let me so with that domino, what are the Raiders gonna do then? The Raiders are gonna try and pack or something to move up to draft someone like um Justin Fields is what I think. Or if they can, they'll put enough of a package together to try and go after Deshaun Watson. I think that's kind of where they're looking. I think those are the two elements that they're factoring in if they let Derek Carr go. Like, they've got Derek Carr, and 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 they have Mariota. And I know you guys are a little iffy on Mariota, especially you is, but they have a quarterback that they know they can play games and win with. But if they put a package together, I think they're going to go after Deshaun Watson because that's someone that I can just see – Gruden's eyes just, you know, getting big and just think about all the things he can do with someone like Watson. Or if they get someone like Fields, they've got Mariota to kind of take a little bit of the the abuse, so to speak, or some of the, you know, the early games until Fields is able to to get there and, and they're able to, you know, start winning with the young guy. But that gives Gruden another couple of years in terms of having the young talent grow with the young quarterback. So I think they're in a pretty good spot. And They've got some options. And if you look at it, man, I think that some team like the Raiders, team like the Bears, they can sit back a little bit even now more so because so many of these other dominoes have fallen. Mm-hmm. So you ask yourself a question like, okay, the Jets, really everything kind of, to me, kind of hinges on the Jets and what the yeah. Jets do. Yeah. But the Jets are like, we can keep Donald or we can maybe make a play for Watson or we can draft a quarterback and we can trade Donald, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, you look at Miami, Miami doesn't have to go for a quarterback. Atlanta does not. I know everybody keeps putting one of these young quarterbacks in Atlanta. But, look, last I checked, Ryan hasn't fallen off of what he's been able to deliver. And he's contracted through, I think, 2024. So they're, they're, they don't have to make a play for, for a quarterback. And they're in a situation where they can try and still win now the next two years. I mean, they still have a, good, a decent enough window to try and win now. Uh, Cincinnati doesn't need a quarterback. Philadelphia – maybe that team that may draft a quarterback now, but Detroit, when they made the moves they made, they don't have to draft a quarterback now. You know, but they even, could. Yeah, but even with Philly, it's like, do you get a quarterback that high and go into a quarterback competition with with your sure. second round pick last sure. year? Yeah, he's just a second round pick and he didn't he was one in four. So yeah. that that, that, that doesn't mean, mean yeah, you can do that because you're Philly and you're a new coach. You know, if anything else, if, if you're going to, you know, take a chance, now's the best time, too, because you've got that True. latitude to, to suck, <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah. Uh, so. So, yeah, I think Philly may Philly may draft a quarterback. Detroit doesn't have to now. Carolina could. And they've been making a lot. They've been clearing a lot of cap space. So it's looking like they may make a play for that. You know, but the Bears, basically my point is, is like if some of these teams make plays for these young quarterbacks, that means some of these other quarterbacks may become available. Teddy Bridgewater may become available. You know what I'm saying? You may see someone like Drew Locke may become available. Sam Darnold may become available. And if you're the Bears, you can get some of these guys who've played some games already in NFL. So you're not getting completely new guys to the NFL like you would if you drafted a rookie. And if you can win with Trubisky like you did and go eight and eight, you certainly can at least very much do that with a guy like Donald or a guy like Locke or a guy like Teddy Bridgewater because of the defensive Bears have. 
And if you don't have to give up too much to get those guys, you can mm-hmm. still build your offensive line and maybe another position player and you're not spending as much money. So you've got some free agent money to try and get you another wide receiver, so on and so forth. So I think the Bears in a situation now where things are kind of falling towards them and they don't have to reach out as much as they have in the past. So you think the next the next down on the fall is Watson? That's what we're waiting on? Um, I, I don't know if that's so much a quarterback as it's so much a team because the next domino could be Darnold, you know, and when I say Darnold, it doesn't necessarily have to involve Watson. It could be Darnold slash being moved so that we know that the Jets are going to draft a quarterback if they don't pick up someone like Watson. So it could, it could. I think the biggest news that will come very, oh, wow. Very soon will be what happens with Dak. I know yeah. we all assume. I I know we all pretty much agree that Dallas is going to franchise him, but that that deadline is coming very soon. So yeah. I think that's something to really pay attention to. First, it, it could like, be Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah, he could be too. the next domino. You know, I mean, New England might want him, and then San Francisco tries to move up, so San Francisco can draft a quarterback. I mean, just think, or or San Francisco gets some 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 uh, some more chips so they can put in for Deshaun. I mean, just think about Deshaun Watson in San Francisco. Oh my lord, Deshaun Watson with a Shanahan offense and that defense. Whew. Yeah, that would work. Yeah, that yeah. would definitely work. Hey, Glenn, I want to get you riled up. I saw a report that a. Um, <laughs> A unnamed NFL scout has Zach Wilson as the number one quarterback prospect. Yep, they were talking year. about it on. They were talking you about. You know what? ESPN. There's a reason why he's an unnamed source because that is just blasphemous. <laughs> if I, hey. I, I hate to use the Stephen A. thing, but y'all got me using words that are religious, you know, connotations <laughs> to them. That is just straight devilry, blasphemous. That man, that is, get the out of here with uh, that. Look, man, I, I, for the love of God, I do not understand how this cat has just ascended so much from nowheresville to now all of a sudden he's going to be the number one dude. Stop, hey, man. Stop. Hey, Look. Hey, gl- <laughs> Glenn, yeah. I'm, watching, I'm watching Get Up the other day, and they were talking about that. And, like, oh. Ryan Clark brought up like all the stuff he brought up that – had in the past that had me like, okay, Fields is that guy when he was disputing uh, Trevor Lawrence, he brought those same disputes up. He like, we just watched a guy like Trevor Lawrence get outplayed badly by just Joe Burrow. Then get bad, get outplayed yes. badly by Trev, uh, by Justin Fields. Yes. But he, but he's making this argument for Zach Wilson, not oh. for Justin Fields. That's what, that's what threw me off. I'm like, whoa, wait, everything changed in a year. Oh, who like, has Zach Wilson beat? <laughs> I mean, even if you go back to 2019, dude, it's like they beat USC. No, actually, I'm not even sure they beat USC. I think they lost a close game to USC. They lost to Washington. It's like, dude, he hasn't beat. They anybody. beat. He beat North Alabama. I told you that last week. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my lord. I mean, dude, it 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 is just mind. But like, look, okay. Here's the thing. They keep here's what they keep doing. They keep comparing Zach Wilson to Mahomes because Zach Wilson has made some of these throws that are Mahomes esque. It's like it's like comparing Harold Minor to Michael Jordan. 
okay? Yeah, you can do that kind of dunk, and you may look like baby Jordan, but that don't mean you Jordan. The same thing with Zach Wilson. You may throw a pass across your body downfield, 30 yards and, and, and 20 yards across the field, so it's like a 60-yard pass on the dime to a guy who's wide open playing against North Alabama, but that doesn't mean that you're that you're Patrick Mahomes doing this in the pros. It's, it is just ludicrous. I, I Look, when Pat Mahomes is playing, he's playing in the Big 12. Now, we all know the Big 12 competition is not necessarily SEC or Big 10 or even ACC competition defensively. Well, the, the defenses, yeah. Right, defensively, but there's still top-notch competition, and those guys are still going to the pros, and they still have linebackers and defensive backs that do go to Pro Bowls and do play well on Sundays. So it's not like he's playing against complete garbage, all right? And, yes, that system, the system that, that Mahomes played in the Texas Tech is a system that throw, you know, schemes open wide receivers. We get all that. But there is still a big difference when you're playing at BYU and the teams that you're playing. Because when he's played top-notch competition, he has not been a dominant quarterback, not even close. And we can, we've seen footage of, of, of Mahomes when they're playing, you know, some of the better teams in the Big 12. He's still clowning them. And they're having a hard time stopping them. It's just the comparisons are just not even the same. I don't even want to talk about Justin Fields playing in the Big Ten and what he's done over his career. And the fact that to say that he's even better than than Trevor Lawrence, it's like, dude, okay. Yes, Trevor Lawrence looked bad against LSU, an all-time LSU team. Okay. Yes, Trevor Lawrence looked bad against Ohio State. But it is the Ohio State University exactly. team. Most of those guys are going to be drafted, you know, day day one or day two. Okay. Who the hell is Zach Wilson playing? Those guys aren't even getting drafted. Coastal Carolina. I can't name you the cat from Coastal Carolina that would be picked day one because that person doesn't exist. Not even day two. Maybe on the third day of drafting. Some of them uh, maybe. Man, they, they're top 25, man. I, 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 I oh, told I'm you not say, I'm not saying the team isn't. I'm saying the players on that team, those guys aren't being drafted day one. And none of those guys are going to be drafted day one and maybe not even day two. Maybe four, fifth, maybe fifth, sixth, seventh round, those guys may slide in there, but they don't have any dominant defensive player come out of Coastal Carolina. Sorry, it's just not happening. Hey, I just love that I can push. The, if I need to get Glenn riled up, I can push the Zach Wilson button. <laughs> oh hey, God. hey, and once again, hey, let's just hope it's it's all a way to get Justin Fields to just drop, keep dropping, drop to twenty. But we're not gonna <laughs> draft them. We had. Dude, we didn't draft right. Deshaun Watson yeah. or Mahomes. Yeah. What makes you think we're going to draft Justin Fields? Because he's dropping. Look, we had a position, we had a situation where nobody had to drop. We we had the first choice. When they, took, when they took Garrett and then we moved up to number two, there was no place for anyone else to drop. We had our druthers. We could have taken whoever we wanted, and we still didn't do that. What makes you think we're going to take a cat that's dropping? We'll be like, I don't know. He can't be any good if he's dropped all the way to 20. Got to be something wrong with them. We can't be wrong twice. We can't jump up for the wrong guy and then take the guy to drop to us. <laughs> oh, man. Last thing with this. Is it possible that the Bears could uh, re-sign Trubisky for one more year? No. Yes. <laughs> yes. I think dude, that's possible. Dude, I, I don't know if you recall. We can we can play back the, you know, go back in one of the episodes. And I said it for a couple of different episodes. Here's the three. Here's the reason. Yeah, they're both pissing each other now, but they both, at the end of the day, they realize, you know what? I think I need you. I think I need you too, honey. You know, and so you make up with a with a, with a different contract, and it's a two year contract. 
that, that gives you an opportunity by you being Trubisky, an opportunity to try and look a little bit better so that teams may want you and for the Bears. So, hey, look, you know, put us up in a position where we can go to the playoffs and maybe win and retain our jobs. But by signing Trubisky, you have to, you being Pace, you have to draft a quarterback no later than the second round because you need to get somebody in there that the fans would be like, okay, we'll wait a year or two while this guy develops. And then Nagy, it gives you an opportunity to prove that you can actually coach and coach up a guy. So it works out for both of the, all three of those guys, all three parties involved, Pace, Nagy, and Trubisky. And you don't have to sign up for a whole bunch. You can sign up for like 15 million, seven years, point whatever, you know, 7.5 per year or whatever. It, it gives you an opportunity to do that. I'm telling you, dude. Uh, well, in, in that long case, long- though, in that case, it sounds like just what, what uh, Easy asked, earlier do it seem like these guys have more than just yep. this year to follow yep. yep. that's what it sound like then if no, that's the I, case no. it, it's not if, that it's, it's, it's still I, a proven year it's still a proven year i it's don't think here. it is here's the thing dude you already know what you can get with trubisky if 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 he, you know you get eight and eight you already know that we've seen that both years a bad trubisky got your eight and eight and trubisky that was improving got you eight and eight so you know that going in you should at least be an eight and eight you have that base you know that but if you commit to what happened towards the end of the year offensively, and I know those teams weren't necessarily great, but you were still scoring 30 points a game. You don't need 30 points a game with this defense. You just need at least 20. If you can get 20 points a game, you can probably at least be 9-7, and seven, maybe 10-6. and six. And we know that there's going to be seven teams that make the playoffs. So you still have an opportunity to at least know that you're a playoff-capable team. I'm not saying a playoff contender, but playoff-capable team. And if you go in and Trubisky's committed because he has to prove it, and then Nagy's committed because he wants to prove it that you can you can still win with Trubisky to some degree, but because I got this other guy that I drafted, that as soon as Trubisky's gone, he's gonna slide in and he's gonna be the guy. And here's Nagy, I mean Nagy, but Pace is saying, hey, I drafted a quarterback and I drafted other players to help make you know this transition even bit even better. Everyone proves it this year going forward, and so Nagy and Pace can say, hey, give me a new contract, and Trubisky can say, hey, some team out there, give me a new contract, and then Bears can say, hey, if you want them, we'll trade you. Just give us a fourth-round pick for them. I'm telling you, dude, I can see that happen. Here's what here's what worries. Oh, go ahead, go ahead, Smoke. All I'm going to say is if if they – if Pace and Nagy have that mindset at any point, they're, they're – they should be fired tomorrow. <laughs> like, because like, like that means you, you just don't care. In my opinion, you're going to run it back with the same thing in your do or die year. That means you just like, okay, if it worked great, we got lucky. If it don't, oh, well, we just, Hey, it didn't work. We went down with what we felt with what we, brought in here it just doesn't make sense to me if it's if it's my last resort and i've had three years with this guy i'm not doing it in my fourth and final year ah here's a caveat though you're drafting his eventual replacement which they've never done to this point but are they gonna have a chance to to see that replacement those guys is what i'm saying yes because everyone's going to do like i said before you already know you're eight and eight going in if you commit to Trubisky playing the way he played last year, you're saying to Trubisky, we're going to help you be a better quarterback so you can mark, you can market yourself better. And we know that if we play this style of offense, 
Plus, we're going to get a better offensive lineman. We're going to bring in another running back. We're going to bring in a wide receiver. We're going to do this, that, and the other so that you're better and we're better. Then you're proving it to the organization, those who are hiring you. Trubisky proves it out on the open market or makes himself more marketable. And the coaching staff is like, hey, not only did, did we improve and he improved, but we drafted his eventual replacement. And so now going in, this is what we're going to be able to do. And you don't want to here's – here's the problem you have. If you don't sign Trubisky, as things are going, if you can't make any other moves, you can't bring in a quarterback, you're not going to bring in somebody that's less than Trubisky. So if you can't find anybody – and let, let's be honest. Is Trubisky going to get a starting job right now in the open market? Hell to the no. So basically Trubisky is just waiting to be somebody's backup. But if I can sell to Trubisky and his his organization or his his team that like, hey you still you still be a starter be our starter and we will commit to you on this basis so on and so forth and you draw that out I think you very much 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 can repair some of what's going on because you know that you're both using each other so that you both don't have to deal with each other going forward. If, if that's what it comes to, just go get Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> yes i agree with you that's what i would rather do but 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 we're not talking about them making a lot because if they would have done that they wouldn't be in this spot they'd have drafted deshaun watson a long time ago but but i'm with you yes you draft ryan fitzpatrick i think at the very least you could be eight and eight you can if you draft fitzpatrick you still got foals in the squads you still got two old codgers but you don't have to give up anything, meaning you can still draft offensive linemen. You can still draft a quarterback as a replacement. You can still draft other things you need. You don't give up anything. Then, yeah, I think you can do that and at the very least be eight and eight, nine and seven, maybe even 10 to six going forward. I agree with you. So maybe the Bears are thinking that same thing. Like we still got, and Fitzpatrick probably won't cost as much as it would if you re signed Tr- Trubisky. How old is, is Ryan Fitzpatrick? I think Fitzpatrick is 94. Wow. <laughs> um actually I think he's like 38, 39, something now. like that. Yeah, dude, he's been around for a bit. Um I don't I, I know he's not like 36. I know he's older than that. He's 38. Yeah, 38. see. So he'll be right. 30, 39 next season. Mm-hmm. Times see, 39 so. in November. See? Yeah. I don't and, know about that. Well, November what? Right. No, November 20, what? 24. Oh, so he's a Sagittarius or is he a Scorpio? I think he's Sagittarius. Yeah, it's after, you, yeah it's after Scorpio. Okay, well, I was going to say, if you're Scorpio, then it didn't do it. Sign him up because we Scorps, you know, we, you know you, we're dependable. <laughs> <laughs> hey, let's go move on to quick hits. Hut, hut. I guess this video went viral. Cam Newton got heckled by a, uh, a kid at a, at a football camp. Who basically said you're a free agent? And you're going to be broke. It's his his camp at that. <laughs> his home camp. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, wait. I should not be laughing because uh, I have a problem with the kid, man. Yes. You yes. don't. You don't. That's a grown man. That's disrespectful. You know. You don't disrespect a grown man like that. I'm sorry. That's that's just me. You. He. The kid clearly needs some uh, some better home training than that. Um, it was a little funny, but I don't think Cam should have gone back at the kid either. Yeah, you never win that one. <laughs> there, is, there is a video of him actually trying to have a conversation, conversation with the kid. Oh, like, is it? Yeah, okay, I didn't see that. But, but the kid is like, yeah, I, I got, some, I got so many issues with 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 that. Like, 
it just it just a lot of uh, like what do you think like these kids and everything is on social media it's like they just don't don't have a clue like what if what if a big time coach that you're interested in playing for sees this and just like they'll write you off for the, for anything yep you know and like like but these kids don't get it they don't understand it like he he think he's being cool oh i'm about to go viral i'm gonna be known for for heckling cam newton exactly like you know and that's 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 the problem and you know and it what it comes back to and i know and this guy got so much backlash for his comments when booger mcfarland spoke on how these kids and he 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 subjected to race but hey this is a black kid who who he's more work he's more focused on being seen on social media viral for doing this than he is about his future as a as a football player like and 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 it's and it's troubling it's troubling like like dude like you you got to understand like what can what can happen here like you might not get any consequences for that but you very well may get some very harsh consequences for that down the road when it comes to your college recruiting a coach might be like you know what you're hard headed i i don't know if i want to be bothered with that yeah you know and that that's major like and these these guys don't really understand it it's sad yeah, and just plain respect, man. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, you you want people to be respectful to you, but you've got to, you know, be in a situation, you know, when you're in that kind of situation, why create that kind of narrative for yourself? You know, why why try? And like you said, I think Ed said it best. You just, you're trying to be seen. You know, you know, you know it's going to go viral. And at this point, he's not going to learn any lesson because as far as he's concerned, he got his 15 minutes of fame mm-hmm. or whatever the case might be. So the lesson, the lesson would be lost, would be upon deaf ears anyway. And again, I hate to sound like get off my lawn or curmudgeonly old guy, but it kind of goes to what you were taught at home. How yeah. you were raised, yeah. you know, you know, here's a guy and you know, you're at his camp, you know, he's a grown man who's accomplished something that you hope to maybe accomplish. Exactly. And you know that, but you're, you're, you're <laughs> you gonna, hope to accomplish 10% of what he right, accomplished. Right. Regardless of whether he's a free agent, at one point, he was the number one pick in the draft. He won a Heisman Trophy. He won a national championship. Yeah. He won an um, MVP. He won, a- you know, <laughs> right? He's Bowl. won MVP. He's playing right. in the Super Bowl, and you're at his camp. <laughs> so why are you tripping? You know. But again, you know, sometimes, unfortunately, you know, when you when the the, the 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 when you're young like that, you know, you don't you don't understand until you get older. And mm-hmm. you're gonna to have to experience some life and experience some hardships on your own before yep. you you realize, you know, how much of a knucklehead you are. And it's like I tell my daughter, I'm like, look, boys your age and knuckleheads. <laughs> I don't care what you tell me, they're knuckleheads. They're gonna do something that's just knuckleheaded. And that's just what that young man did. And I don't know what a lesson's gonna be learned, but I don't know. It, it's just it's it's embarrassing to have to kind of see that. And you get a little bit of a chuckle, but it's like, yeah, but not really. Yeah, man. It just shows like these these kids don't really they don't really like it. It make you wonder: Do they even watch the game? Do they even respect the game? Because clearly, it seems as if he's only watched Cam Newton over the past few years when Cam wasn't Cam. Like over the last because, year and a half. Maybe. You get what I'm saying? Like because. Right. Because if you've if you've watched Cam Newton, it's no way you're coming at Cam Newton like this, like no way. 
I don't know. I've talked to some adults, man. You'd be amazed. I've, I've, I've spoken with some, even some contemporaries at the gig who watch sports as probably as much as I do. And I can't tell how many times they tell you some guy is garbage. It's just like, are you watching the same wow. thing I'm watching? <laughs> Dude, I can't, t- I, I can't tell you guys. They say Lamar Jackson's garbage. I'm wow. like, uh, okay. Wow. He's done That's something insane. that no human's ever done, but he's garbage. That's he's garbage. Insane, man. But I'm just saying. I mean, so. That's crazy. If, if an adult, well, it's one. It's one thing to you know be a fan that way. It's another to to, to as a kid to heckle, call out yeah. here, heckle a, a guy that was faced right. like that, and not and not in a playful manner. Right. Yeah. But you know you what? Know. He'd be the first dude crying when somebody talked about his gym shoes. Yeah. <laughs> what are those? <laughs> right. What are those? <laughs> <laughs> another one. Uh, JJ Reddick was ejected for. Oh. Oh, throwing a pass to a ref today. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. It's oh, crazy. Man. It was crazy. So he throws the pass. He didn't say anything, but he throws the pass and he put a little extra he spin spent, on it. He spent it. Yeah. Right. And so the ref didn't appreciate that. He had to take some effort to pick up the ball. And yeah, gave, gave him the tee and it was his second technical of the game. So, uh, so he was ejected. Um, I guess they came out and said the official thought that the ball was thrown with excessive force. <laughs> okay, looking at that video, it is just, it's ridiculous. And it, here's the thing: it's cultural. It's cultural. I can tell JJ didn't play with a whole bunch of brothers because when you play in basketball <laughs> and when you throw it back, you put that spin on it so it bounces back right to you. You know what I'm oh, saying? Man. But this cat, I wish probably played inside a nice enclosed gymnasium, <laughs> you know, with referees and a clock, you know, and everyone nice does a nice bounce pass or chest pass to you, you know, it bounces nicely. He was like, "What's the spin on it?" He didn't understand that, and so he, he teed him up. And here's a crazy thing. The referee blew the foul because JJ got fouled. So why would JJ be upset? <laughs> I'm not upset at you for blowing the whistle. Exactly. So, I go, so I can go to the free throw line or before my team gets to gets to possession oh, as a team foul. So that made zero sense. It's like, dude, like I'm not even upset at you. So why would you think I threw it back with force? That's just man. insane. Talk about being thin-skinned. That's just the, these these referees are. They're ridiculous, man. They're ridiculous. Like that is <laughs> that's insane, man. Like, like, like what is going on with you mentally or personally that 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 has you pissed off right now? Like he literally, like you said, the foul was called in favor of JJ. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Like, I really think the NBA needs to like put in a system where they can review technical foul calls on the spot yes like because because that can happen in a a very crucial game and a key guy could be could be ejected for for something where the referee just like because the ref might not even knew who threw the ball initially and then he called the tech and then turned around and saw oh yeah i I called it already i ain't finna resend it it's on you like who knows i mean but these refs are bad like i'm just thinking back whole time looking thinking about this subject and I'm like looking at when Wendell Carter got his flagrant one Saturday was it Friday versus Friday against the Philly. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, I'm like, that was a bad call. Like, what is he supposed like, how do you like, it's no way you can block the ball and just take well, your hand up that quick. 
because like Embiid because Embiid had weak hands and like you know, like, like, like he literally hit the ball through Embiid. He hit hands. the ball right, right. What's he supposed to do? <laughs> what do you do in that situation? Like that's that's like that's a major point in the game. Like this dude had to come out the game for that after that because he picked up a foul that was so did he get two fouls or something? I don't know how that goes, but it's well, still just I think it was what it's two shots in the ball back, right? Yeah, Slide out, right? Right. right. So right. but they so he just still get that one foul though. He the flagrant foul counts as the personal foul, correct? Right, it's right. Not like it wasn't it's a, it wasn't a technical it's not no. like an extra foul or something. No, okay. No. But it but it's just still like like that is BS. Like that's game changing stuff right there. Yeah, yeah. And, well, they, I and, think. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was gonna say I was just I was gonna be silly and say, and on top of it, they spelled Reddick's name wrong. They put two D's instead <laughs> of the one D. And, and and as a person whose name always gets spelled wrong, even by my own family, I can't tell you. It's like on Facebook. It's right there. G L Y N N. No E. No one N. It's right there. So yeah, I feel you, JJ. I feel you. I was gonna say, man. The I think MLB and 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 the NBA have this issue where the refs think they're more important than yes than oh, they man. really are to the game. Oh, yes. You made you made a good point with baseball, especially and, baseball. Yeah, them goddamn they, umps. They should be yeah the Joe West of the world. Them oh, umps, man. Need to be sat down, man. <laughs> That's why I, I'm always applauding when the coaches go absolute stupid <laughs> <laughs> because them refs are ridiculous. Them umps are ridiculous in baseball, man. man you got umps messing up perfect games. Crazy. Oh, that, was, <laughs> that was foul. You right about that one. Oh, perfect game. Yeah, he did. I, I yeah, he, he he apologized though. Nah, but, yeah, the damage yeah, done. after the fact. Yeah. <laughs> I think he realized. He realized once once it was over. He was like, damn. Yeah, I, like that's like I this, fucked that up. This ref probably gonna apologize <laughs> for this tech. No, he, he's not gonna apologize. No, <laughs> the that's NBA gonna, gonna do it for him. They gonna rescind it. That's, the NBA yeah. is gonna rescind that. That's that's bad, man. That's a bad bad call, man. Refs, you need to chill out. They got to be held accountable. Yeah, yeah, that's the key. And then other quick hit: Deion Sanders is one and zero as a college uh, football coach. He won his opener uh, against Edward Waters today, fifty three to nothing. And uh, I don't know if I if I learned anything about Jackson State today. Uh, Edward Waters is an NAIA school, so you know, not really apples to apples. But they, I mean, they, you know, they did what they had to do. So they I took them seriously. They were focused. They yeah, took the opponent yeah. seriously. I tell you, I tell you this we, much: I like Jackson State's uniforms. They, we will see the real J State March six when Grambling whooped their ass. Oh, wow, wow, wow! Really like Uh-oh. that? You it's heard like that? it here first. It's like that. It's like that. The real, real man. You ain't never seen no blue and white tiger. Tigers are black and gold, man. Tigers are black and gold. Yes, hey. I'm, I'm, I'm a homer right now. I hear you. <laughs> why, why, why are so many HBCUs known as a, are, uh, their uh, cats? Their mascot of the tigers. We got it, the SWAC is like known as a cat conference. <laughs> like for real, because you got we're the tigers. So you got three tigers: TSU. Texas Southern, Grambling, and Jackson State are all Tigers. Right. You got Southern is the Jaguars. You got Arkansas Pine Bluff out of Golden Lions. You got uh, uh, Prairie View out of Panthers. 
Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you got it's a lot of cats. No, no originality there. A lot of cats. Yeah. I mean, you got all corn. They the Braves. Do you guys yeah. have a? Is there a Wildcats in the? Uh, yes, you got uh, Bethune Cookman now. Yeah, they in there now. The Wildcats. So, the Wildcats. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Uh, oh, cats. Man. Cat conference. <laughs> man. But then uh, after the game, Dion is found out that uh, well, he, he realized that someone stole some personal items out of out of his uh, office during the game, or attempted to, or to yeah, well, <laughs> allegedly. So the university <laughs> saying that no one, no one stole anything, that they were you know put away for safekeeping without yeah. coach's knowledge. Yeah, Dion says no, nah, that's a damn lie. <laughs> I don't know what to think. I tell you one thing: the the damn the damn school better get on page with Dion before he walk away. From right, it. right. That's the second. This is the second time he's been allegedly robbed. <laughs> they better get on the same page. <laughs> now they found they found everything. It was just, it's also the second time uh, they found the, found the stolen belonging because they they stole well, the his first, boom box boom box that, out of his car. That one was returned. And that was returned. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So uh, yeah, very interesting things going on in Jackson, Mississippi. But uh, congratulations! Okay. Hey, I'm I'm always a you know I'm a Hampton Pirate. I'm a, I'm a Hampton alum. But uh, for this spring season, I'm I'm a JSU fan. Uh, so I'm 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 take I'm offense to that. Hey man, hey, I, I, nah, I got love. I got nah, I got nah, love. I got love nah, for Grambling nah. too. Like, I I actually want to see them do well this year. Of course, I want Grambling to beat them. But but I I understand the magnitude of if they do well, what it can do for the whole conference. Absolutely, so, yeah. So you know, well, I mean, all of, all the HBCU football, really. Yeah, 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 yeah. For all all HBCU sports, so it's like you know I'm. I, I understand the big picture, you know. Yeah, I'm still gonna want my my Grambling State Tigers to do their thing and handle business, not get an L from J State since 2000, I think 10 or 2011 was the last time they beat us. Uh, but you know, I do understand the big picture here, and I'm definitely rooting for them to have a successful season and start the turnaround of not just Jackson State, but of HBCU athletics as a whole. Yes, sir. Man, screw oh, all. They, they're dipping it, taking my Tennessee volunteers. <laughs> I, don't, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know how you feel about any of that, man. Leave oh, my volunteers man. alone. Leave Your my volunteers, volunteers alone. You guys had a, a, a good run there, but oh. that needs to end now. Oh, yeah, we haven't we have <laughs> had a good run in a long time, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I've been a good century. <laughs> Has it been that long? Has it been since 19, the, since the turn? Yeah, well, when, yeah, when did man. wait the national I, championship was what 90, 99, 99, 98, 98, 98 season, but 99, 99. like in January. Yeah. The T the T Martin, Tennessee yeah. volunteers, yeah. Who's yeah. 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 a son? Who's son? Amari Rogers, wide receiver from Clemson, will probably be a day two pick. Oh, okay. Where's T. T. Martin's coaching now, right? I believe he was on the Tennessee staff. I thought, um, yeah, he was on Tennessee yeah. staff because because he's o- I, OC, right? He, well, I, you know, now I don't know what's going on because they have a new head coach and everything. But, but, uh, but he was on the Tennessee staff, and because uh, one of his players is probably going to be a day three pick. But uh, at the Senior Bowl, 
one of the players he coached, one of the wide receivers and his son were also uh, at the uh, senior senior bowl. So, so yeah, but I, I don't know where he will be now because it was Josh Heupel is the new coach, head coach at, uh, in Knoxville. So I don't know where that's going to put T. Josh Heupel. Yep. Uh, quarterback. quarterback Oklahoma. When they Oklahoma. won the national championship. That's right. That's right. right. That's right. Okay. When I they won their national championship. Okay. 2000. Matter of fact, the year after Tennessee had won theirs. I, I, re- I remember the name. I remember that. Wait, fellas, that's going to do it for this week's edition of the Easy Smoke and the GM podcast. We'd like to thank our thank everyone for listening. We really appreciate it. We don't take that for granted. We ask you to uh, subscribe and, and like our podcast. You can find us at Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Amazon, and iHeartRadio, or anywhere you find your favorite podcasts. Um, and you can also catch us at hp53productions.com. You can find a link to our podcast and a couple others, the Super Duper podcast and the Father Good podcast. And with that, Glenn, please take us out. Hey, like we always say, leave my volunteers alone. And uh, <laughs> we ain't saying we right. We just don't think we're wrong. We'll catch you next week.